0: Get ready and tune into the Doctor's Guide Podcast, Raw and Unfiltered, a unique platform to help you optimize your health through dynamic role-playing, real-life challenges, with expert guests and your host, Dr. Bart Rademacher. I'm Dr. Bart Rademacher, and this is the Doctor's Guide Podcast, Raw and Unfiltered. And if you've already been following me, you'll discover or have discovered that we're sharing with you some very relatable situations that either you've experienced or someone else's experienced, and helping you guide through the process by which you can get some form of resolution. So guess what? You're not alone now in uncovering and filtering and discovering the reliable information out there because here's the truth. There is so much information out there and who do you trust? You know, what's right for you? I mean, and it's also what I say context dependent. And so not all information and not all types of treatments or services are right for you. So how do you qualify them? How do you make that difference? So rather than promoting a specific product or promoting a certain person, I'm sharing with you the process by which you can make better decisions for yourself. Because here's one thing that I do know. I don't know you personally, and I don't know your specific problem but the process and the discernment to make the right decision is pretty much universal. And we get to experience that through role-playing. And so I get to invite these really amazing individuals in the health field that have tremendous impact on their communities by sharing with them and giving them and guiding them to the right outcomes that serve them the best. And so what we're gonna do today is we're gonna do it like a six minute role-play and I've invited two amazing doctors and that's Dr. Orman and Dr. Brewer. And one of them will present with a problem and then the other one will guide them to some form of resolution. Now, let's be fair. It's a six minute role play. And so we're not going to be able to fully resolve it, but you'll get the idea. And the purpose is, is for you to get a specific insight and a specific action step that you can then take. And even if it's connecting with them for more information or perhaps guidance, But at least you'll have a pathway forward, because in my experience, there's not enough explanation of how to navigate that journey to optimize your health. So for today, I'm really excited to be inviting Dr. Orman and Dr. Brewer on this podcast. And I'm going to invite Dr. Orman first to briefly introduce himself. Then we'll go with Dr. Brewer, and then we'll find out what roles they're going to play We're gonna go into a six-minute role-play, after which we'll have uh, about 10, 12 minutes unpacking all of that. So you've got a good understanding as how it can impact you and perhaps some of the things that you now need to do. So Dr. Ormond, thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Thank you, Dr. Bart. It's uh, great to be here. It's uh, it's so fun in this format that you've created. Uh, Yeah, my name is Dr. Matt Ormond. I live in uh, Arizona, just south of Phoenix. I have a practice in Huntington Beach and a practice here in Maricopa, Arizona. My background, my, my degree is in chiropractic, so I'm a doctor of chiropractic. Uh, I've uh, specialized in sports medicine and uh, and nutrition, but I've expanded into acupuncture and kinesiology. And so where I started my, my practice was in sports medicine. And over the course of nearly 20 years, I've seen over 85,000 cases. And where I thought I was treating knee injuries and back injuries, I began to really understand what I'm treating, and it's actually the physiology of stress. And So for the last 17 years of my practice, I have dialed in to just treating stress in the nervous system, and I consider myself a glorified electrician as I look at the body and where those disturbances arise, and then bringing unique solutions to these problems. So that's that's a snapshot of what
0: to do. I, I love it, and, and I'm very much looking forward to unpacking more of what you do, so that the listener can learn more as to what they can do. So thank you for that, Dr. Orman, Dr. Brewer. A little bit about yourself, and then we'll go into the whole role play.
2: Perfect. My, my name is Paul Brewer. I'm originally from Hawaii, and uh, currently live in Boise, Idaho, where I have my practice. So I have a um more of like a sports vision concussion rehabilitative practice, more focusing on vision and like the stuff um I also lecture so I actually fly out quite a bit like monthly to teach other doctors how to do the stuff I do um so that's what I've been doing over the last several years and love love treating people love seeing people that have like concussions and other issues recover and get their lives back and I guess a quick factoid about me is that I love the ocean I'm like an aquaman I, I love surfing diving and and that's, you know, a big part of my life.
0: No, that's awesome. And I'm actually planning a trip to Australia and I was thinking, well, maybe I should go through Hawaii, but um, I don't think I'll do that because now it's going to take me a lot longer, but thank you for that, uh, Dr. Brewer. And so I know today that you're showing up as the patient. And so what's your condition? And then we'll get started with the role play.
2: So my condition is I have a shoulder pain it has been going on for the last nine months,
0: great let's do it so uh we've got six minutes and I'll give you a one minute warning before the end and uh go for it
1: awesome uh Paul thank you for coming in uh tell me about your shoulder what's going on there what do you know yeah, it's a,
2: it's my right shoulder it just it, it hurts it's aching um it's been going on for like the last nine months and I've been to a lot of places I've been to uh I went to a medical doctor and they ruled out any tears and nothing is going on there and I've been to a physical therapist and massage therapist and honestly, like they help, but what happens is that it helps momentarily or for a day or so, yeah. and then the pain comes right back.
1: Got it. So what I'm hearing you say is, is there is, there's some, some modest relief, but that relief really isn't lasting. Is Correct. That, you know what I mean, uh, yeah. Have you noticed? Like, are you doing pain medicine, or what? What else are you doing to just mitigate pain at this point? Yeah,
2: I, they have not on some anti. I take ibuprofen and things okay. like that. It, it kind of helps, but you know, the pain's still there. It Doesn't? If I were to say that it relieved the pain, it doesn't. I mean, it kind of does a little relief, but I still feel the pain. It's pretty. It's it hurts.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, I mean, thank you for sharing that.
1: It. I can understand how frustrating that is right for the last nine months be searching for answers and really not finding resolution so am I hearing you correctly do I hear Uh, right
2: yeah oh for sure it's like it's affecting my life I mean literally I mean at work I can't concentrate it's as much as the pains in my shoulder like it's it's affecting me mentally like I can't perform as well as I used to
1: yeah that's that's a real challenge uh, so I'm so glad you're here. Um, as you know, you know we do things a little bit differently here. My background is chiropractic, but I'm going to look through just you know musculoskeletal system. My suspicion is this, though. However, just with you having been through a, a physical therapist and a, a massage therapist, uh, it's very likely that your your symptoms aren't just musculoskeletal in nature. I have confidence that you know if it were that they would have found some resolution right there. Uh, so you mentioned, uh, you know, nine months ago began, what was going on in your life? What, uh, if you could look through the lens of stress, um, what stressors were happening in your life around, you know, nine months ago, a year ago,
2: I'll say like, you know, what? now that you bring that up 10 months ago, my, my father passed away.
1: Ooh, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, how are you doing with that? It's hard. Um, and believe it or not, you know, and maybe you do believe that that will have some influence on, on pain. Uh, here's, here's a, 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 a lens I view the body through. I look through the lens of fight or flight. Uh, you know, there's, there's a nervous system that's balanced. And then we have the rest and digest and the fight or flight side of those nervous, the nervous system. And when we're into an emotional state that, you know, uh, that has any charge out of balance, we get stuck into a state of fight or flight. And it's really, really interesting in that state of fight or flight, the physiology, whether you're male or female, old or young, is completely predetermined. So in a state of fight or flight, muscles contract, blood vessels constrict, brain function changes, uh, heart rate elevates, uh, digestion slows down, the immune system stops working. So what I hear, what I kind of sense with you is is you're in this state right now where the immune system's just not replenishing. It's just not creating new cells quickly enough. And likely blood supply, which to the left shoulder, which is maybe non-injured, perhaps there's an old shoulder injury on that right side. Uh the left side has ample blood supply, but however the right side does not. Um, do you have any previous injuries that you can recall with uh with that right shoulder in your yeah,
2: you did. I, I've you? uh when I played sports before I actually Kind of had a small little tear in the in the shoulder. Okay. And it was like 20 years back. But it, yeah. and, you know, it, they did surgery on it, it recovered, and there's nothing like it never had any pain after that.
1: Got it. Yeah. So that that makes sense for that right side shows up. Another question, if you don't mind me asking, uh, sleep-wise, uh, I'm sure it's like laying on that right side, is that a challenge? What do you yeah, notice?
2: Yeah. Like if I end up falling asleep on that side, it it, it hurts a lot more in the morning. Yeah. Versus if I slept on the left side.
1: And sometimes very, very present to is when, you know, and and I don't know if grief is the primary emotion, but, you know, you mentioned loss of your father. Um, Grief is an emotion that certainly affects the nervous system, as does anger and frustration and resentment. All those do. However, grief uh, is connected. This is Eastern thought is connected with the the lung meridian and the lung meridian. There's a specific times of day uh, through a 24-hour cycle that each meridian replenishes. And so between 3 and 5 a.m., the lung meridian is replenishing. And and the lung meridian, the primary emotion that connects with this, again, in Eastern thought, they've connected meridian uh, systems with various emotions. So grief happens to be the primary emotion that shows up with the lung meridian. And the primary muscle, here's here's the kinesiology's contribution, uh, merging kind of the east and west, is uh, the muscle associated with the lung meridian is the diaphragm. And so, if I can connect the dots a little bit more, that diaphragm is a powerful muscle. You know, it connects us front to back. But when you're lifting and doing something, you know, that engages core, that diaphragm orchestrates and it coordinates that that lift or that movement. And what I find with you know, grief is a good one. That that diaphragm on, on it feels like on the right side will stay in a state of contraction. So you know, a muscle that has is at full length has full strength as it contracted. Uh, that a muscle that's already pre contracted. Doesn't have the strength and so now that shoulder blade on that right side without being protected and and coordinated by the diaphragm is moving on its own and so where left side gets locked in and it has good stability the right side will wing a little bit and so that that can lead to just mechanical difficulties there and so looking through the lens of the diaphragm uh there, there's ways to reset that and I'll, I'll share some some ideas and tips with you on that front in a moment i'll put a pin there but I'm going to. Well, I'll pause there. Uh, I'll, any questions or anything that, that I said right around through there that that resonates
2: uh, or does not resonate with you? We have one not, minute. Well, one minute yeah, for sure. That, that you know that makes sense. I think you know honestly, I've been my, my thing with my dad. It just it's, it really affected me, and and I can see kind of what you're explaining how it can affect me on a physical level.
1: Beautiful. And and here's an interesting point. I brought up that 3 a.m. time frame. And and do you notice are you waking up in that window?
2: I am um, actually, yeah, almost every night.
1: So so that's that just confirms to me. Again, we're not in the musculoskeletal side anymore. There's certainly there's old injury and, and scar scar tissue, but uh but it it is your body is processing through this grief. And so here's something I I I want to infuse in every patient is that the trust like your body you can trust that your body is processing and doing things for you in that time frame that could be when you're waking up early in that morning you can simply uh, reflect on on uh, on whatever's present for you in regards to grief with your father and there's a there's an opportunity to connect and move through some things and facilitate that. Uh, in regards to the diaphragm something I like to do is breathing technique and'll I'll engage just full conscious breath, And you can get that diaphragm to, to, to reset pretty quickly. And then I'll add a towel rolled between this rolled towel between uh, my shoulder blades, as I lay on the floor, I'll open up my chest laying with that towel going vertical. And so now it opens up the chest. It allows me to dial into that diaphragm and it resets the the shoulder blade. That might be a good place to start.
0: And we can kind of go from there and I'll pause there.
2: Appreciate it. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. So well, I want to start off with uh, you, Paul. Um, what's going on there? What was that for you?
2: Like, how did I feel?
0: Well, what what was that all about for you? As as you're showing up with a problem, you know, what specifically do you want people to know about that particular problem and, and why you chose that one? Or, you know, what, what that experience was for you with this interchange?
2: You know, it's interesting because talking to Matt even earlier, like, um, Really, I think what it comes down to is that like, a lot of times we, we look for a physical cause for whatever pain we're feeling. So if we feel pain in our shoulder, we assume that it's a tear. We assume it's inflammation and we assume it's something yeah. physical. Right. And, and a lot of times I think, and I see it in my own patients too. It's, so it's interesting that he, he's doing this kind of scenario, but like where grief or, or some kind of trauma can, can manifest physically over time or even like abruptly. So that is kind of cool to talk about that. And actually I did have a shoulder injury because I had surgery, I played water polo and <laughs> I got tore my shoulder and, you know, and it's funny because it never acts up, but interesting thing, kind of like segueing with him is that like, when there are times of grief, my shoulder does flare up, which is kind of interesting. Cause I never thought about that before. So it's actually giving me some education about this.
0: Yeah, so I'm really excited about this conversation, how it's gonna unfold, but let me first go to uh, Dr. Ormond or or Matt, and since we're on first name basis now. Um, Matt, what was that all about for you? And what's the message that you wanna get out?
1: Uh, thank you. Thanks, Paul, first of all. Um, so, you know, I I selected that shoulder problem for Paul to to role play into. And the reason I did, it's, it's so common. I mean, you know, I'm in my 40s, um and this is one of the most common complaints that i hear from 40 something year olds or middle aged people um and you know and just what paul said is we go to our medical doctor or to a chiropractor we get an x-ray we see that it's not broken or nothing's torn there and now we're left to kind of toil and try to figure things out for ourselves and what i what i want to show is just how multi-dimensional our bodies really are there are Several factors that affect our body, and I think intuitively many of us know this, but uh, but then you know when our intuition doesn't match what a doctor is saying, then we end up doubting ourselves, and and I think ultimately where we land is is kind of in a state of hopelessness, of just like you know maybe this is just my shoulder is going to be forever, and uh, and I think you know, with my patient base at least, you know I think hope is really good medicine. It's not the only remedy that I that I use. But infusing hope into somebody that that has a, you know, a chronic issue that they've been chasing for nine months or nine years uh, is if, if we can move the needle and bring that nervous system back into balance uh, with, with hope or anything like that, uh, that's an important thing to do.
0: Yeah, I, um, thank you for that, uh, um, Matt, because <clears throat> here's what's, what's really fascinating about all this. And, and I, I look forward to really unpacking it. Is the relationship with our human experience, um, you know, outside of ourselves, so to speak, and then within ourselves, you know, in our head, our emotion, our spiritually, and how it then plays out in in our body. And just to give the listener a very simple example, is that any kind of digestive issues oftentimes will manifest with skin issues. And so they'll typically go to an allergist or some dermatologist and they'll prescribe all sorts of medications, but no one's looking at the digestive system. And so, so that's a very simple example of how the, the physical um, dynamics uh, or, or dysfunction in one area leads to another one. But what's so important is this, is that you know, our brain and, and the language of our brain, you know, those are our thoughts, and the language of our body is our emotions. And so those are going to manifest. I didn't realize that it was so specific. Um, and that's what I find very, very fascinating. And for all listeners out there, um, it's incumbent in you to, to explore all possibilities and find the right people that can help explore that. So if, I, if we were to come to you, Matt, you know, what, what is that process? You know, expand on what you already shared with us, because I find this rather fascinating.
1: Yeah, there, there's two approaches. Thank you for saying that. There's well, there, there's a couple of approaches that I'll take. If I'm in person, certainly there's some hands-on things that I'll, that I'll certainly do. You know, with, with Paul, I would be moving that bicep tendon around and making sure that it's fitting in that bicipital groove. You know, I'd also be looking at the lat connection and then the, the neck, shoulder and neck will always have connections. So there's there are some physical things that, that should be maintained. But you know, I, I mentioned earlier on that I, I consider myself a glorified electrician. Is truly just how I see the body, and you know, in the acupuncture uh, vernaculum, uh, you know, electricity and chi energy kind of have this have similar uh, similar meanings. But there's there's a, a a principle that suggests that where electricity goes, blood flows. And so I'm looking for where electricity is not going, and then you know I'll I'll figure out why it's not going there. And so if we landed on grief, for instance, you know, there's uh, as an electrician, you know, electricity is positive and negative ions. And when those ions are are in balance they repel and it creates motion and so now in in that balanced state we have electricity moving in an organized pattern and uh and now oxygen flow is moving when we're in a state that's not balanced so grief will will change that electricity uh it'll be you know there's not a good or bad emotion it's there's negative and positive emotions so what I'll do with the patient, I'll walk them through, and I, I am certainly not a talk therapist or a cognitive behavioral therapist at all. Uh, my access point is through physiology. And so the attempt truly is to balance that physiology. And so if there's a, a negative you know, negative emotion or negative experience that's trapped there, uh, I come from this principle that all things at all times work together for our good. And uh, and you know sometimes with I've, if I have a patient who's lost a child or been cheated on by a spouse or had a major bankruptcy or something like that, it, it takes a little bit of working to kind of to get to alignment with that principle. But all things at all times work together for our good. And so now it's in there harvesting the gold. Our our bodies are are incre- our nervous systems are incredibly intelligent. So I use the rock in our shoe analogy. We've all had a rock in our shoe. And I'll ask, you know, how do you know there's a rock in your shoe? And that that discomfort, that pain, is perfect feedback. And we've had that enough times. We know how to interpret that feedback, and simply removing that rock from the shoe. And and so I think emotion is is a metaphoric rock in our shoe. And so it it will it's kind. It will wait for us. And when we're ready to look into that negative emotion and harvest what's left for us, there there is gold there. And how did that serve us? And uh, and there's no time frame in which. Uh, to to overcome grief, but let's use a like a, a more less complicated emotion like resentment. Uh, you can go into a, a resentment, and if we can harvest gold and see what how that really served us, we don't change the story, but we just we shift the electricity around it. And so that's that's kind of the approach that I use with patients.
0: No, that's fascinating, and it's it's awesome that that you are. Uh, practicing in this manner because obviously, I mean we're a fully integrated, complex, self-regulating op- uh, semi-closed uh, system. and and it's all about when you think about it, you know transfer of information. And mm-hmm. when there is a structural block, uh, for example, with an injury to begin with, um, that transfer of information is going to be affected, but it's also the other way around too, right? So when mentally, something going on you're you're changing all sorts of electromagnetic fields within the brain then within the body and that's definitely an effect and what i want the listener to also very specifically understand what you know uh, matt was saying earlier is that when you begin is just even the smallest misalignment so the diaphragm if it's just not um, moving like it should then a millimeter two misalignment there is going to affect the shoulder and then that entire you know imbalance creates an imbalance throughout everything and and the body is just a perfectly functioning body they're supposed to be it's designed that way um to be ideal weight to be ideal active to be ideal you know eating the right kind of food and when you're not paying attention to that then then that becomes a problem um before i want to get some more thoughts from uh, paul what i find very interesting is this is that um as a medical professional an md right you know, we've kind of put aside all these incredible insights that, you know, were brought about you know, 2,500 years ago with Hippocrates, because he said basically three things that you kind of shared with us today. Number one is that uh, the natural forces within us are the strongest forces for healing. The other one is uh, the one as far as, you know, how our minds are, is affecting our body um, and and our willingness to to give up a certain issue. Um, and it's also a lesson for us in regards to, you know, what's going on in life and the, um, incidents or the appearance of a condition. So you're saying all these things that Hippocrates really recognized many years ago, but I think most professionals have completely forgotten that. And so tapping into the natural ability of the body to restore form and function is the key. And guess what? It's not just a single pill and it's not just a single, you know, physical treatment. I mean, it is everything. I think a lot of people have forgotten that you know, your mind affects everything else. Paul, what what would you like to add on on any of this and your insights and perspectives that you know you think would be helpful for people to to know?
2: You know, honestly, what Matt shared it, it kind of had gave me a paradigm shift in kind of how I'm going to practice now. I think, like, great. Right. It's it's interesting because I look at because I I kind of do what he does a little bit in a different way where. When I'm 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 helping a patient, I'm telling them that, hey, you know, I'm not healing you. You're doing this to heal yourself. But looking at different types of eye issues, even pertaining to like eye issues that you like blurry vision or headache and in, vision induced headaches and whatnot. Um, you know, like I never thought about it as a emotional thing, if that makes sense. So like hearing what Matt has shared with us today. I'm looking back now and I was actually, while you guys were talking, I was thinking about previous patients. I'm like, Oh, we could have probably done this, you know, like, so now practicing forward, I probably actually going to use some of this stuff in some ways. I might actually have to talk to you more <laughs> about okay. what you do. So I can maybe apply it in, in, in my um, realm in my spirit practice.
0: Well, you're demonstrating the exact purpose and the success of this podcast because I'm I'm getting all these incredible in, insights from everyone that I'm um, you know talking to, and you're showing it right here, which is exactly the purpose, and also an opportunity for the the patients, the, the consumer to find out. Oh, okay. Well, maybe maybe this has something significant, and I need to address that as well. But I like what what uh, Matt was saying too. Is that, you know, you're not a psychologist, psychiatrist, or anything else. But just bringing into the awareness, because you mentioned the body's intelligent, the mind is intelligent. Um, The unconscious mind is serving the conscious mind to do the right thing. So everything's motivated by positive intent. And so when we ask the right questions, but if we don't have the awareness, then we don't have any direction. So that's what I love about what you're doing. You're helping them with that awareness, and then you're also helping them structurally. Um, What else would you like to share, Matt?
1: There's there's so much here. I appreciate this forum, and this opportunity to unpack some things. Um, there's my favorite quote is, simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. And, you know, to your point about, you know, the way we approach our the body now in the, in the medical profession is uh, there's so much complexity. I mean, we specialize in, in so many various parts of the body. And I think overall, you, know, you used a beautiful example about digestive issues manifest as skin disorders and uh, and there's there's ultimate uh, just simplicity in the way this body expresses itself, and so just pulling back the curtain a little bit and allowing people just to go back into the the intuition that is ours. You know, anytime I have a child on my table or that I'm in virtual space, and I have a chance to speak with mom or dad when they're present, uh, I'll ask them, "What's your impression? What's going on here? What does your intuition say?" And I trust a mother's intuition over just about any medical test that I could provide. And so I think, you know, the, the phrase that, that have brought me to this profession is simply the power that made the body heals the body. And that holds frame for so much, for so much expiration. And so truly just unlocking that power is, uh, has been a gift. Uh, you know, I'm at best a glorified electrician or an elevator operator pushing the buttons. But this body, when it's when it's whole, when it's balanced, uh, is capable of of healing of you name it anything
0: well that that's uh, beautifully said and uh and interesting you said that something I've shared with all my patients pretty much is I trust my patients I trust my patients to know better than me you know many of my colleagues won't agree with that and and I would ask them the same question well what do you think and you know, what do you think is going on and so I've always seen my job um as a let's let's call it an, a glorified uh, educator right yeah. so I'm giving all the, t- the tools and resources and insights and knowledge to uh, my patients to have them make the right decision for themselves. Because in making that right decision, mentally, they're already geared up and they're tapping into the incredible intelligence, as you mentioned, that our body has to restore form and function. And, and I, you know, 20 years ago, after, you know, getting enough insights, I realized I came up with my own vision, and I, I know that you would agree with this, Matt. Uh, we'll have to test Paul on this, but I'm sure he'll agree too. Is that the future? Uh, the vision of, my, of a future doctor would be one that would not be prescribing drugs and performing surgeries, because when we can tap into the innate intelligence of our body, it's just so much better. And and interesting enough, I think a lot of pay, patients or people are looking for that nowadays. Well, we need to wrap it up. Uh, I, we could talk for hours on this one. This is a topic very dear to my to mine. Um, even as a plastic and reconstructive surgeon, you know I've delved into many other dimensions. So th- that's why I do appreciate all this. But um, Paul, Dr. Brewer, uh, just um, I'm going to have you wrap it up for yourself. Uh, anything else that you want people to know about you? How do people get a hold of you? One f- and one final comment, then I'll go with uh, uh, Dr. Orman and then we'll wrap
2: it up. Yeah, I guess the best way to contact me would be email. Um, should I say that or say that? Yeah,
0: sure. Whatever works for you. So it's, uh,
2: Brewer PM, so B-R-E-W-E-R-P-M at gmail.com. Best way to um, contact me is by that way. And um, mostly for me, I mean, I I love helping people. It's, it's I get calls all the time, like text throughout the nation. I you even know, get text from Germany. I was in Germany just from a, a course I taught out there and you get these random texts throughout the day or emails and you know it's fun helping people I, I love helping people succeed and I love people having success with their patients especially when it comes to vision related stuff
0: I love it well thank you for that uh Dr Brewer uh, Matt Dr Ormond how do people get a hold of you and one final comment from you Thank you. Yeah. um,
1: Email probably is is as good as any uh, is dr.matthew.ormand at gmail. Uh, I'm on the socials, Matthew Ormond, Facebook, Instagram is Dr. O, Matthew Ormond, a couple of accounts there. Um, And uh, I just want to acknowledge, Paul, you know, thank you for for coming on, you know, not knowing fully what you're stepping into, but you stepped in beautifully. And and I'm so grateful. And I, I heard you just kind of conclude with everything pertaining to the eye there's something that that you taught me when we were when we lived in Fullerton together uh as you were just finishing up school you talked about the the holistic lens of using the eye to assess physical health and uh, it was such a literally you know that here's a metaphor of an eye-opening expression of of how you know at each one of these professions an audiologist an ear nose throat a dentist a optometrist can can really assess beautifully and impactfully uh, the overall health of the body. And so that, that's inspired me to what else can I do? How else can I impact people's body through through my lens and through my degree and my expertise and, and gifts? And so I feel, you know, I say this all the time, but this is truth next to being a husband and a father it's my greatest privilege to walk with people. I, I didn't realize this when I stepped into this profession, but I had become a student of pain and I have formed this romantic, romantic relationship with pain. And I uh, have have learned to decipher pain and demystify pain for people. And I find you know pain is scary for a lot of us. There's a lot of fear around there. But when we can understand what the pathophysiology, what the causation of it, that pain is, it takes the fear factor away. And now we can address what is. And so that's that's the special gift that I, I bring to the table.
0: Yeah, and thank you for that perspective. And it's a perspective that you know we need to share with a lot more people and for the listener as well, you know, find those docs out there because there's many of them out there, whether they're chiropractors, MDs, DOs, or just health coaches. Um, you know, you know, find out those people that number one will listen to you. Number 2 we'll see you in and in, in their in your entirety. Um, and like we see in so many movies, right? Or hear in so many movies, I see you. So excellent. Well, thank thank you so much, uh, Dr. Orman and Dr. Brewer. Um, you know, this podcast is designed to help the listener come up with some specific insights and so that they can potentially pivot how they're addressing, you know, their own health journey by taking different types of action steps. Ultimately, you're accountable and responsible for what it is that you do. You're also responsible and accountable for the um, acceptance of whatever information that you get. But truly, there's so many incredible doctors uh, like those that come on my show, as well as health coaches and, and other individuals to absolutely help guide you to um, make better decisions for yourself. So Matt and Paul, thank you so much. And I am Dr. Bart Rademaker, and this is the doctor's guide, raw and unfiltered. And why is it raw? Why is it unfiltered? Because none of this is scripted, everything comes out, and we even see some children in the background. I'll be back.
1: Well, that could happen. <laughs>
0: Thank you for listening to The Doctor's Guide, an innovative approach to help you navigate the complexities of your health journey with Dr. Bart Ranemaker and his expert guests. Tune in to more insights and action steps on our next episode every weekday at 6 p.m. Eastern.